Like, if you don't know anything about rugby, don't talk to me. Welcome back to The Run Home, brought to you by McDelivery, delivering your Macca's favourite straight to your door. And let me tell you, I didn't realise I needed this in my life. You haven't lived until you've seen producer Brad shimmy to Dua Lipa, by the way. This is, this, it's my highlight of the week. Absolutely joyful. Let's take a look at our Macca's menu, what's coming up on the show. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with McDelivery. Beave will be joining us in just a moment from Leon. Cannot wait to have the great man here. We'll talk to, about the All Blacks versus Italy. Discussing that with former Scottish international Gordon Simpson. Greg O'Connor will join us after five from Addington with all his inside oil. We'll prepare for a weekend of grand finals, previewing the AFL grand final, as well as having Rando Random NRL Stats Guy on a little bit later on the show, quarter six, plus all our regular Friday slots that include Beeves Bess, Mick Delivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door and delivering you straight to uh, Leon. Welcome in, Monsieur Beeve. How are, how are we travelling, Beeve? How's the lobby? <coughs> well, the lobby's even even better than yesterday. I don't, I don't know how it could be, but it's <laughs> uh, it's even quieter and uh, and darker. So it's it's fantastic to be here in the lobby again at the uh, what's this place called? It's such a rugby hotel. It's called the Ruck Hotel. Oh, yes. So, uh, oh, no, yes. it's it's. It's it's right beside the the Leon home ground. It's not where the All Blacks are playing tonight though, because they're out at a bigger one. But uh, right beside the Leon home ground, the the Leon football team, who apparently are decent, they're just uh, about five hundred metres down the road. Their, their training base is there too. So, no, it's a it's a it's a wonderful part of the industrial side of uh, Leon. It's uh, it's uh, it's somewhere to really put on your uh, must must stays around the world. This this hotel. Now, Beef, uh, to the important things first. Uh, your run, you say, around Leon, how'd it go? Well, it was like Christmas for this carcass um, <laughs> because as, as I mentally walked out the door and prepared for another painful, painful experience, I actually I thought I'd go down to these training bases and just have a look, and I thought, geez, there must be some grass somewhere just to give this body a rest from the, the concrete. and. I stumbled onto where the All Blacks and, and I said the professional football team train and then I just kept trying to find somewhere where I could just sneak on a, a crack in the fence and then I found a crack in the fence and I ended up running on artificial and just did some intervals as opposed to pounding the streets um, and uh, geez, the body's thanking it for me today. Of, uh, I had about half an hour on the uh, artificial grass down the road here and uh, oh, it's just heavenly compared to, compared to the concrete. Oh, I must say though, I still put it a Put a big shift around the streets of Lyon yesterday, walking, um, and it's uh, the World Cup. Obviously, the All Blacks are special, and all the rest of it, and they always sort of draw a crowd. But World Cups are special because you can just all of a sudden there's an influx of Kiwis everywhere, and even in a city as big as Lyon, which is a big, big city, 
there's just Kiwis everywhere and, and a lot you can tell are obviously in the in the OE time of their lives where they're, they're <laughs> over in uh, they're over in the UK and they they're coming over for a good time. So when I went out for dinner last night, it was a uh, it was a bit of a mission to 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 leave and get home. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously clearly did um, here as always professional. Um, but uh, there was a real buzz around the the city with um, the rugby side of things and. Uh, it all bodes well for. I know it's, you guys have got one more sleep, but it's uh, it's it's game day here um, on the Friday right, of, uh, yeah, of course. fixture. Absolutely. Now, uh, have you mentioned there been an influx of New Zealanders? There's a certain uh, 23 this weekend in particular. New Zealanders we're we're really worried about. Have you managed to run into them? Have a chat to any of the ABs yet? It's just like a, I don't know what it is, but. Um the magic of being a chief you just sort of bump into each other and uh i bumped into a, all the all the great all blacks who are chiefs of course um yesterday so it was it was great to see a couple of the, those boys and uh and obviously also managed to bump into a couple of my business associates and uh they all seem well um which is which is great too but uh no it's, it's a pretty relaxed camp actually um obviously externally a lot of a lot of uh i guess there's always a lot of it's, it seems crazy to me, but there's almost a little bit of nervous tension around the uh, the rugby public this weekend around playing the Italians. Isn't that oh, mental? Isn't that mental? Oh, yeah, I, I, I can't, I cannot for life of me see how, why we're uh, we're having a, you guys will have a sleepless night tonight. I just can't see it. So, no, it's, um, they, they all seem good. It seems a great environment at the moment. They all seem relaxed. They've got an amazing facility and set up here. Everything's within touching distance, and uh, I, I expect a pretty, pretty good performance. Beef, uh, producer Brad here. Uh, good morning. Good morning, bonjour. Mm, yeah, bonjour. Uh, first of all, great to see England qualify for the quarterfinals. Um, and secondly, <laughs> uh, just yesterday uh, at the back end of the show, you were stalking the lifts um, with breakfast upon you at around yes. seven a.m. Uh, any update on uh, if anyone emerged from said lifts and what was on the breakfast menu for Le Beef? <sighs> No, no, no one emerged uh, just after. So, obviously, the boys are very well adjusted, time, body clock wise. Um, they're having good sleepings, but today, today's the day because it's game day, and uh, you always have a restless night before before a game. Well, I mean, some will have a restless night's sleep, so some will have been looking at the ceiling for quite some time. So, you'd imagine um, they're going to be down here early for breakfast today albeit the game is still uh, at 9 o'clock tonight, local time. So you don't want to rush your breakfast, um, but I anticipate somebody emerging from this lift, Brad, um, which which will be exciting for a live a live cross to the uh, foyer here at the All Blacks Hotel. Um, so looking forward to that aspect. Um, but Sam, t- tell me what's been going on in your world, mate. What's What's been happening? Well, actually, uh, Beef, I've I spent the day uh, by a pool, and it sounds a lot more glamorous uh, than what it was. Uh, but I was uh, at the uh, over at the Millennium uh, Institute and uh, got to uh, witness the uh, the junior. What's it called? The National Pool Rescue Championships. My uh, my boy uh, made his uh, national competition debut, uh, representing the mighty Mount Monganui, uh, and team had a, a good run. But it was, yeah, wonderful to see him get a crack at that stage. But man, I tell you what. These looking at you know ten years old up to fourteen fifteen years old, the the hardest part of my day is actually I sat really close to one of the speakers and buffeting through the speakers was none other than SENZ's own Watto. 
Mark Wat- Mark Watson <laughs> call, calling all these races now. Yeah, I, I didn't know that that many ten-year-olds went to the hurt locker, uh, hurt to the hurt boxes that much. And I, I was talking about lactic acid and how uh, it's getting so tense they need to breathe through their eyeballs. Just, uh, listen, if, for, for the for the parents there who didn't know Watto, you can see the look of shock on their <laughs> look of shock on their face. He was he was in full Watto form, and I was sitting very close, very close to the speaker. Uh, so uh, got the uh, the full noise of it, but can you imagine for these kids though, you know, getting the chance. You know, <laughs> I saw one kid kind of sit up and twist his head when in the uh, the one of the hundred meter racing. He goes, "It's 75, 75 meters of hope, twenty five meters of truth." Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was it was all go pretty intense, but at the same time, what I did great because I mean for these kids as well. I mean, I was explained to a couple and said, "This guy calls Olympics." And here he is calling you. So that gave him a bit of a, uh, a buzz when they, when they sussed it out. But uh, just just to be very clear, in all aspects of Watto's life, he has one speed. One speed at all times. Intense at every given moment. Beaver, it was, it was, it was full on. But that's, that's my weekend out was there he, by the uh, poolside, the aquatic centre. Was, it, was he actually sanctioned to do this commentary? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he just, just, just turned up with a mic. He just turned up with a microphone and a speaker beef. <laughs> yeah, no. there's the big fella here. Just going to do some commentary. I just these these kids need to know about lactic acid. Uh, it's a very important. It's very important. They know what's coming at them. Uh, but no, it was yeah. Actually, uh, I, I have my own Mark Watson story. He refereed this year my, one of my son's football game. My son and his son play in the same league, and he was one of the best parent referees we had all season. He was calm, cool, and collected. He was not Mark Watson. No, let's say what we're talking about. Watto, who are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. And 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 at the start of the game, I said to a couple of the dads, "Oh, that's that's my mate Mark." And oh, I was like, "You might know him. He's Mark Watson." Oh, that guy's a you know. Yeah. And I was like, "No, he's actually a really nice guy." And he was honestly one of the best, most in control uh, down the middle referees we had all season. And he was so good that we let him ref the second half. I thought he was excellent. You obviously. Uh Mr. Calling here, Brad. If you saw that what I was referring, you absolutely should have made uh, your boys team to a harker beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Would have set him off like crazy. So no, it's been uh, it's been all go for me here, B. But look, obviously the big talking point has been um, the the daily M's and whatnot for still uh, some days now. But uh, it's been uh, made official over this morning that uh, Sean Johnson's pulled out of Kiwi's contention, so he will not be uh, part of the. Pacific Cup uh, needs a rest, he says, and you know he says it's very difficult for him to make himself unavailable. And you know, it, but he's made the call. And look, given that his body was was giving him that kind of hassle, uh, it's been pretty intense and pretty emotional uh, to wear that all. I, I, I'm kind of not surprised, and I'm also kind of okay with it. As much as I'd loved to have seen him back in a uh, black jersey, beef, I, I, I get the feeling that his time might come again, he might get another run, but, but at the same time, I think now that he can say no on his terms rather than being dropped, I think will bring him a lot of peace. And uh, for a guy who's given that much to the black jersey, I'm all right with that. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously a bit, a bit of a shame that he's not there and and the fact that there have been some real depth in that position now. But it would yeah, be huge as well I mean, for the crowd speed if, if he was playing beef, sorry, mate. He, they would have really had a uh, the turnstiles going crazy for that Eden Park um, uh, triple header knowing that Sean Johnson was playing. He is a bums-on-seats dude, but yeah. Yeah, and, 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 the, and the only thing, and, and we've obviously talked to Madge on the show a bit, and 
he's, he's talked about the the passion a lot of the boys have, have got for playing for the Kiwis. You just never want to get to a point. I know it's not their big money maker and all the rest of it. You never want to get to a point where you look at the kangaroos sometimes and, and you feel that that's a bit of a an inconvenience for some. Yeah. And and they and they do and they do pull out pull out often. And you know, Touchwood that the the Kiwis have always made themselves available and, and always want to play, and and particularly the guys that go across to the ditch, go across the ditch and have options about who they play for and all the rest of it. Mm. You you just hope that this is just obviously a, a rare occurrence where a, a veteran who's trying to get his body probably right for one one last crack at the NRL, you'd think, or or or, or again, um, you know, obviously he's a year by year sort of prospect at the moment with, with how he's signing contracts, but. Yeah, I mean, well, I'd love to have seen him there, and and Jerome Hughes a part of it too, and and obviously Edwards and um, Kieran Foran probably, but you know, it it is you can understand completely right, Sam. But um, I guess you just hope that um, this is just a one-off occasion, and uh, if the body's right, then then everyone's available. Yeah, and uh, I know Torhu Harris is another one that people are hoping to hear something from. Uh, my my understanding, don't ever expect to see Torhu Harris back in the Kiwis jersey. I think he's he's put the queue in the rack as far as international footy goes. Uh, he his body's gone through an, an awful lot, much like Simon Mannering, as I recall, towards the end of his career, where it's like, well, it's literally game management to get him out in the field, and he's got a contract that he's going to want to obligate. Um, and I know that the Warriors aren't big on telling people they can't play for the Kiwis at all. I know they they love to have their boys uh, representing uh, the national side, but uh, I just think it's a personal choice from from Torhu. And again, you know, that guy's earned the right, in my opinion, to to call his shot. So. Very interesting. Another weird shot called, by the way, Beeves. I don't know if you've caught up with it uh, in uh, Leon, but uh, Freddie Fittler was set to be offered the uh, one-year extension as the New South Wales origin coach, and then he pulled out. After all, all those interviews, after all the planning to get through, he made himself unavailable. And, I, mate, I, New South Wales is in a bit of trouble here. I, I, I don't know. There's no obvious answer to come. But that said, Billy Slater wasn't an obvious answer before he came in. So intriguing times at that level. No. No, absolutely, and, and I know I said not much going on today. Jeez, we've just been an influx of uh, gentlemen uh, dressed well, and they've just jumped in the elevator. Nothing would appear to do with the All Blacks, um, but yeah, the Brad <laughs> Fillin news that that was that was surprising. Uh, I mean, it was only twenty four hours ago he was talking about Gus Gould being a part of it, yeah. and then uh, all of a sudden he's gone completely. And I see the candidates, are people like Bellamy and, and Ricky Stewart. Well. Obviously, New South Wales and, and both Queensland have gone down the path of having a designated coach for it. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, that's a really. Uh, I, I'd be really surprised um, who blinks first between. Uh, well, obviously, it won't be Queensland. It's announced uh, Slater's got a three year extension. But who blinks first and goes back to a club coach because it has moved so far away from that? I don't, I don't know. I just I, I can't see it happening. But most <laughs> of the other options are guys who've been sacked. People have been found themselves out of a job, and you know, but that does that doesn't mean that they're not good. Like Mel, Mel Meninga, and I say this respectfully, he's the great Mel Meninga, uh, was an ordinary club coach, and so was Brad Fittler, an ordinary club coach. But they both managed to achieve pretty good things. Mel's obviously monumental when you're playing with uh, the talent that he had at his uh, disposal in that Queensland era. You, you just need to be the person who can find those right buttons, hit those right buttons at that level, uh, and bring in some solid coaching around you. So Eddie Jones might have a job uh, going, uh, be available at some point I, in the next I, couple of weeks. I'll tell you what, I'd take Michael Checker. I would absolutely put Michael Checker in that role, not Eddie Jones. No, absolutely not. Michael, Michael Checker, the great Lebanon rugby I'll tell you league what, coach. It's um, 
from a coaching point of view, I mean, could you, like, I know a lot of them have aspirations and, and the rest of it to be NRL coaches, but geez, what a gig. Mm. Three three games a year, it's the biggest stage in the league, you get the best players, and as you say, you're not there to coach the geniuses how to play rugby league, you're there just to make sure everyone's happy, a few cuddles here and there, and uh, and make sure we're having a good week, and, and you're allowed to have one bonding session at the start of the week, so you've got to get yourself healthy for that. I tell you what, uh, if if no one else wants it, and you know if it needs to go to someone, I'll be happy to coach New South Wales, I mean, cheapest, be some gig. Mate, I'll, I'll come in on your support staff. No worries. I'll be I'll be there to back you up, beef. Yeah, well, no, no question at all. That's, just, that's the thing. You just bring your mates in. You just bring your mates in for a bit of a bit of a laugh too. You know, they all just come in for a bit of a, a beer on the first night and then hand over Nathan Clear and say, "Good luck, boys. Let's, uh, let's do this." <laughs> Let's do this. Now, of course, it is Friday, which means we want to hear your calls for Beeb's Best. They're starting to come in thick and fast, Beeb, so you'll have your work cut out for you today. You can text us on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Temper and Bedpost's range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Text us on double eight double three, or give us a bell on 0800 150 811.